amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome. The RH7 Soccer Show. Time creates your life. You never know what happens tomorrow. With Rowan Hendricks. Hashtag, Hashtag making good choices. Space and matter. On www.rh7soccershow.co.za Good evening, welcome back to this a Monday evening. It's the 24th of May 2021. I'm your host, Rowan Hendricks. On this podcast, all things football on a Monday evening. Thank you for being live with me. Thank you if you are listening on the podcast. Don't forget to check out my website on www.rh7soccer.co.za Sorry about that. Tonight, Bundesliga, English Premier League. Uh, La Liga What is happening in the world of football uh, Over the past weekend I'll be having some of the interviews Some of the comments As well as some of the audio That I'll be sharing with you tonight uh, Right here on this The R7 Soccer Show As I said, don't forget to check out the website on www.r7soccershow.co.za. That is where you can find all my live uh, shows. If you are listening right now, don't forget to check it out on Spotify as well as iHeartRadio and uh, also Google Podcasts. That's where all my podcasting is at. In South Africa, Al Akhli beating uh, Sundowns in a two-legged uh, quarterfinal. That is in the CAF Champions League. 
and uh, coach Pizzo Mushimani had a very bad homecoming uh, when it's when it comes to uh, the crowd the uh, sundowns uh, supporters uh, having um, shouted at having also uh, said some bad words towards him and uh, that wasn't a very nice uh, a scene that we saw happening in South Africa right here in Pretoria. Alakli drawing one all on the day uh, beating Sundowns uh, four it is uh, three 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 one yeah 3-1 on aggregate uh, after leading uh, Sundowns 2-0 in the first leg of the CAF Champions League and uh, yeah Bundesliga Loven Robert Lewandowski uh, winning the top goal scorer in England as well. Harry Kane uh, taking the golden boot. And uh, you, I have some of those comments uh, for you tonight. And we kick off the show tonight uh, with uh, the probe that is happening right now as to uh, what has happened with uh, Coach Pizzo Mushimani. Hope you'll enjoy the show with me. Proudly powered by Iad Radio, syndicated all the way in New York City as I go live from Polokwane in South Africa. This incident on Saturday, uh, really particularly nasty. Tell us more about it. And it was the most sour of homecomings, Sally, and it wasn't even because of what happened on the pitch. Of course, Coach Musimani was insulted by a handful of Mamelodi Sundowns fans as the Al-Akhli bus was making its way into the Lucas Muripa Stadium. That was for the second leg of the CAF Champions League quarterfinal tie. Now, those fans risk being banned from stadiums. This, as SAF has confirmed, that it will be taking action. ENCA's Tepotwani has more. Before the match at Lucas Muripe Stadium, a section of Mamluli Sundown's supporters held up placards insulting their former coach. They also made it difficult for the Al Ali bus to pass through and proceed to the stadium. Musimani was angered by the incidents. I was a little bit emotional only when I saw the placards outside. And they stopped the bus and all these people swearing at me, swearing at my mother. I said to myself, what else should I have done for this team to get the respect? What happened to Mr. Musimani, it's unfortunate, it's condemned by the association. And the association is waiting for reports from Mamelodi Sundowns. You should know that during these games, we we also have a representative in the form of a head of uh, delegation, which was Mr. Pius Nandela, our national executive member. He will also be submitting a report and we will take uh, action. The culprits, once they are identified, they don't belong to this uh, friendly sports of the people. We must take uh, the action which will sanction them against going to the stadium. We have seen it happening in the past. We will still do that. And we, we will ensure that if we need to report any criminal elements to the police, we are the association lead that charge. Mr. Musimani being a product, a product of our causes, being a product of the association, we pride ourselves. He is there to represent the whole South Africa. He is the pride of the country. And what happened is unfortunate. As the association support Mr. Musimani and continue to do so. Meanwhile, Musimani's management team issued a statement on Monday voicing its disappointment at Sundowns for not apologizing to their former coach and his mother in their personal capacity. Tsepotobani, Johannesburg. 
yeah, very unfortunate uh, scenes at Attridgeville uh, over the weekend where Alakli played against uh, Sundance. Some of the Sundance supporters, as you heard, being and acting like hooligans. Uh, we kick off the show tonight. Bundesliga, Robert Lewandowski, uh, and also then uh, Bayern Munich. And uh, we're here from the relegation uh, teams as to how long they've been in the Bundesliga and also uh, what is to follow then. Enjoy. Every time he walks out onto the pitch, an energy takes over. A force that drives him in every training session, in every game. Even better! That is fantastic! That is the assist of the season! A rush of adrenaline that fuels the flame inside of him. Robert Lewandowski rewrites the record books. Scoring goals has been part of him ever since he started playing football. Lewandowski does the business! It's become his profession, but it is so much more. From Lewandowski. Oh, that's a gorgeous header! The passion. And this is Lewandowski! The hunger. And you know the outcome. The winning titles. Beautiful finish. The master at work. Oh, so cheeky. And here he is, the best footballer on the planet. However, to reach the top, you need to play with the best. Lewandowski! So this is for you, my family, my teammates, our fans, for everyone who always believe in me. Robert Lewandowski to equal the record! An all-time Bundesliga great is now a legend! And he knows who he's got to thank. Gab Muller. Sané with the shot. It's going to fall for Lewandowski! Wait, where are you going? Farewells at the Allianz Arena ahead of Bayern's match with Augsburg as coach Hansi Flick and long-serving players David Alaba and Jerome Boateng were among those to say goodbye. In their previous eight title-winning seasons, Bayern had only been beaten on the final day once and having dominated early possession took the lead. Serge Gnabry's cross turned into his own net by Geoffrey Hichelou under pressure from Kingsley Common. Augsburg were clearly trying to prevent Robert Lewandowski getting his record-breaking 41st goal of the season. A spell of pressure eventually saw Gnabry moving to double figures, Lewandowski millimetres away from the final touch. Referee Marcus Schmidt on his final appearance gave Augsburg a penalty after Florian Niederlechner was bundled over by Lucas Hernandez. Manuel Neuer comfortably saved Daniel Caligiuri's spot kick. Bayern had started the day on 94 goals and needed six to equal last season's 100-goal haul. Joshua Kimmich doesn't score many, but his fourth of the season was one to savour as Bayern's dominance continued to bring goals. The champions were in irresistible form. Kingsley Common found the net before half-time on his 200th Bundesliga appearance. Bayern well on their way to a ninth, winning 12 league games in front of 250 fans. 
Augsburg made sure that Neuer didn't break Oliver Kahn's 204 clean sheet record when he was beaten by a bullet header from the visitors' top scorer, Andre Hahn. The second half didn't have many clear-cut chances, but it was Augsburg again who further reduced the deficit. Florian Niederlechner scoring his second goal in three games to make it 4-2. 49 years ago, the great Gerd Müller scored 40 goals in a single Bundesliga season. Robert Lewandowski, having been denied all afternoon by the informed Geekovic, finally had his moment with the last kick of the match and made Bundesliga history with his 41st goal of the season as he shattered De Bomber's fantastic long-standing record. An emotional afternoon at the Allianz finishing on a high as Bayern celebrated a ninth consecutive title and looked forward to a new era under Julian Nagelsmann. So that means Werder are heading down. There is the full-time whistle, greeted by silence. Werder Bremen, the four-time Bundesliga champions, who have featured in more top division seasons than any other club, are relegated. The returning hero, Thomas Schaaf, unable to preserve their top-tier status. The 4-2 defeat to Borussia Mönchengladbach on the final match day hit Bremen hard. Werder drop out of the top flight for only the second time in their history. It is all over here and it's all over for Werder Bremen. They are down. A sad day, but Bremen fans can hold their heads high. Looking back at four decades in the Bundesliga with some great moments and successes. Werder Bremen had been champions of Germany four times. The Green and Whites were the main challengers to Bayern for a long time under coaching legends Otto Rehagel and Thomas Schaaf. The greatest achievement was the League and Cup double in 03-04 with first-class goals from Ailton, the Bundesliga top scorer that season. Many other big names have worn the Bremen shirt and scored some stunning strikes for the club. The goalkeeper nicked out of his area and this is Diego. Diego's long ball all the way and it's a touch of brilliance. What an unbelievable goal from Diego. Here's the man, Claudio Pizarro, what a brilliant goal, absolutely extraordinary of the highest order. Thank you, Verda, for moments like that. Good luck and all the best in Bundesliga 2. What's your favourite Verda Bremen moment? Let us know in the comments. Werder Bremen uh, getting relegated uh, on the weekend and also along with him uh, sees uh, Schalke Nolfia going down to uh, the Twitter Bundesliga. Cologne got relegated and uh, they'll be also playing in the relegation playoffs so they are not uh, relegated yet they are in the relegation playoff uh, spot. The Europa League uh, group stages, Eintracht Frankfurt 
and Bahe Leverkusen reaching those uh, stages of the competition. So they'll be entered into the group stage and then also in the champions. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. League group stages goes Bayern, the Bundesliga winners, uh, RB Leipzig ending second in the Bundesliga, Dortmund third, and Wolfsburg fourth. So those four will be taking part in the UEFA uh, Champions League group stages. And then in fifth place is Eintracht Frankfurt and Bayer Leverkusen, uh, who will be taking part in the group stages for the Europa uh, league next season. UEFA Champions League also coming up uh, this Saturday, but uh, we'll listen to that uh, audio that I have for you a little bit later on in the show uh, as we go over to England and we see and uh, hear what's happening in England. Manchester City obviously winning the uh, championship, Man United ending second. That means Man United along with Manchester City, Liverpool and Chelsea will be in the group stages of the UEFA Champions League and then uh, Leicester City and West Ham United uh, will be in Europa uh, League group stages uh, for next season. Relegated sees Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United. Those are the three teams getting relegated from the English Premier League and uh, as I said, Leicester City just losing out uh, on the weekend to a UEFA Champions League group stage uh, playoff spot. It looked emotional for yeah. you out there. Can you put into words why this one was so special for you? No, completely different with people without. We are lucky to, in the last day when we leave the trophy. It's not full of stadium, but there's enough noise to, to enjoy with them. It's much better. Football is completely different. We saw it last week in Brighton and today. It's much better. Is that why it made it so special? Because you've had to come through so many challenges this season. Every title is nice, this is different for the fact, for the pandemic world, for the problems that every one of us had. So that's why I make it special. The fans are very emotional as well. Mike has been emotional because he's saying goodbye to a legend in Sergio Aguero. Was it just typical of him 
the, the, the 30 minutes that we saw of him out there today? We love him so much. He's a... He's a special person for all of us. You're not having second thoughts, are you, Pep? It's so nice, it's so nice. Is it because of the human being as, as well as the footballer? Yeah, he helped me a lot. That's... It, it's been the challenge for you. You've had to do it replacing totems of this football club. We, cannot, we cannot replace him. We cannot. There are many players that uh, in this club, Joe Hart and David Silva, help, help us to be this club what it is. So we did have his legacy and he showed his quality in 20 minutes. I want to ask about you as well, though, Pep, and your coaching achievement this season. At one stage before Christmas, you were eight. And now you win the league by 12 points with, with 12 days to spare. How did you do it? Win games. Game and game and game. Pep. Something changed around that Chelsea game at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, I think Yeah, when we won the Stamford Bridge, we realized that uh, suffering in the last month, you know, uh, struggling COVID, but many, many teams, of course, injured, won in... in uh, when we suffer a lot and we realize, oh, we are not far away, top of the league. And I think the performance we play there with just 14 players, we realize, oh, okay, we are here still. When the people say it's no chance this season, still we are here. And, you know, when we are in, a, I would say, I think, remember, maybe 19 December until 9 of March, 7 March, when we lost against United here, December March, we won all the games in all competitions. This was the moment that we were champions, so uh, we were incredible. Can I ask you a question? How important was it for the players when you actually signed your contract this year to know, to know that you're going to be here as well for the future? But I don't know, but it's, it's the reality when the players know the stability for the next year yeah. will be the same. And, uh, and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know, because the fact but maybe we show that uh, the next season we are the same people, we are working together and maybe they realize okay, with this with this fucking manager we stay the next next year, so that's why okay, keep running, keep fighting, keep trying to play good games One more big challenge Pep, next Saturday yeah. Will that be the biggest one of the lot? Yeah, it's a dream come true, for this club it's a dream, for other clubs maybe I've been there before, we have never been before there it's the first time for all of us, for the people in this club. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try it. So we're going to give everything, and, uh, of course, we want to win it. So it's not enough just being there. We're going to try it, and uh, it's in their, in their legs. So it depends on them. Pep, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Enjoy the celebrations. I thank will. you so much. Thank you. The celebrations are fantastic. Could your last game at the Etihad in a Manchester City shirt, could it have gone any better? Yeah, it's my, my last game, but I'm so happy. Uh, and I'm, I'm showing a lot, so I want to say thanks to my teammates because my teammates help a lot, so thank you for whatever, you know.
to score two goals today and to become the all-time record holder of the most goals at a Premier League club, what does that mean to you? Emotional scenes around Kane at the end. His goal confirmed that he would end the season as the Golden Boot winner, but questions remain about where he will play his football next season. I feel proud of the lads because they've run, they've fought. Um, the players on that pitch gave absolutely everything, and I thought in the second half we, we had moments of quality that deserved to win the game. Obviously, there was, there was a lot riding on it for, for both teams. Um, we felt that, we felt that, and I, th I think at times in the second half we, we used that to our benefit, like we spoke about before the game, and listen, we had moments of quality and I thought we deserved to win the match. How important do you think it is that Spurs are now finished where they are and they have European football in some form? Yeah, listen, it, it's, not, it's not where we want to be. We want to be higher up, we want to be competing in, in the big competitions, but we are in Europe um, for another season. We, we respect that, and any competition we're in, we'll, we'll go in full of respect. You've been batting off questions left, right and centre about Harry Kane. You've become very good at it, but how much of an answer do you think that Spurs fans deserve sooner rather than later on his future? Yeah, of course. I mean, the most important thing today, and like I've said all along, is that Harry performs on the pitch. Um, today he did. He, he got a golden boot as well, which fully deserved. He got the most assists in the Premier League so in my humble opinion he's the best player in the Premier League and 
I feel very privileged to have been able to coach him um, for these last five weeks as well as play with him. So, yeah, I'm glad he got a goal today. I mentioned that Kane's goal ensured he won this, the Premier League Golden Boot. Third time he's won it in what could be his final season at Spurs if he gets his wish to leave this summer. Quite rightly getting a round of applause from the fans who are staying in here. Disappointing day, but all in all, a special four years for him in this football club. Yeah, listen, when you come into a football club, what you want to do is make an impact. And listen, this guy has definitely done that. He's put his stamp over this football club um, in the way in which he's run it. The way in which they played football, especially when they're promoted from the championship. Um, this season, maybe the recruitment's probably let him down a little bit with some of the players adapting to the league. But all in all, if you look on it, the basis of his whole four years at the football club, it's been a very successful period in maintaining this club as a Premier League team. I think often it's about passing something on in a better state than you received it, and there's no doubt about it. Championship strugglers to European quarterfinals. Yeah. It's, it's a fabulous story, and he's so well respected by the fans. They sung his name throughout. Um, I believe there's two stories today. I think this is the end of a, a, a great story that they took him from the Championship to the Europa League quarterfinals. Great football, great players. But looking at that Wolves team, they need to be very, very careful the next season and who they bring in the door to be the manager, who they bring in the door to be the players, because I feel like it's the end of, end of a story and the start of a new one. But... It was very poor today. They've got some good kids in, in this, the academy here as well. Gibbs White came on today. I thought he was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I'd love to see him get more minutes next year. But yeah, I agree with Joe. The recruitment going into next season has got to be something that's looked at and dealt with properly. Look at these shots. Great, isn't it? This Tears is what you want. Eyes, mate. This is what you want. You want a, a manager to come in and have an effect with the fans. He built a, a great relationship with his fans. Just they haven't been here for the last year. But what he'd put in place before the fans weren't allowed in. That cements him in this history of this football club. Yeah, and there's there's the, the players there taking a, making a guard of honour for him as he comes round. But he's taking his time and enjoying it, and rightly so. Like I said, when he when he took over the job, languishing they was in the championship, and he's really galvanised this club, this community. So he deserves this now. It's a great send off. I'm so pleased for him, and the fans are in here to see it as well. I think also a lot of these players here. That's, that guard of honour is there for a reason as well, by the way. He's given a lot of these players life. He's given them opportunities, and he, he's given them almost some of them careers. Con Connor Cody, Reed. Connor oh, Cody making his huge. England debut. You know, Connor Cody was playing in the Championship when he came in, and he openly says how much he's helped him and developed him as a player. So that, that's just one story of many of these players, and, they're, yeah. and, and they, they look very, very proud of their manager today. Let's just listen in and watch these for a second. He was the fourth manager they'd had in just a season. They were struggling for survival in the championship. And as he embraces his captain, who's played such a central role, he knows that in the four years he was the manager of Wolverhampton Wanderers. He has transformed the fortunes and the expectations at this famous old football club. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to the pack as they thank him for... 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It's sterling efforts. Nuno Santo. He's the Wolves manager that has been there for four years and that has been building that Wolves team into a formidable site in the English Premier League. He'll be leaving as he had his last match uh, over the weekend as well. As I said, uh, Leicester City and West Ham United will be in the Europa League uh, group stages in the in those playoffs. Also, Roy Hodgson's he'll be leaving Crystal Palace, and uh, he also says his goodbyes uh, uh, right here on the show. And I'm proud to to share it with you uh, right now. so much like to finish the season here at home with a, a good result against one of the top teams and sent you home maybe a little bit happier but I must say it's been wonderful to see you all back here again and you know when, you, when I think there's only maybe a, a third if that of our capacity the noise you made tonight and the support you gave us was absolutely first class and as you saw it spurred the boys on. As I said many times yesterday in many interviews, it's been a real privilege to come back and work at Crystal Palace Football Club for the last four years. I've been blessed with a fantastic group of players who, as you saw tonight, after first half when you know we weren't probably uh, playing at our best and having a, quite a difficult task against a very good Arsenal side, you saw the way they came out in the second half and how in actual fact we were very, very close to winning the game, let alone drawing. And that's what this team is, and that's what you've got, and that's what you've made as well to some extent by your support. I should definitely miss everybody. I should miss football, of course, there's no question of that. But it's been a, a fantastic journey for me, and I've really enjoyed these last four years of it. And once again, I thank you very much for that. I thank the chairman, 
for supporting me and giving me the chance to work here. And I know that I'm leaving the club in a very, very good place. And you're going to see a lot of very good premiership football here next year. So thank you very much. Sellers Park, one of our own, Roy Hodgson. There you have it, Roy Hodgson's uh, saying goodbye to the Crystal Palace uh, fans that were allowed to to watch that. That was the match, uh, Palace up against uh, Arsenal. League One winners uh, Lille in France have qualified for the UEFA Champions League um, group stage along with PSG. Paris Saint-Germain ending second uh, this year, losing their title to Lille in the French uh, Football League. Champions League qualifiers uh, will see Monaco who ended third and Europa League uh, group stage teams will be Lyon and Marseille. They have qualified as well for those uh, group stages. Relegated sees uh, Nimes and Dijon. They'll be relegated and in the playoff spot sees uh, Nantes. They'll be doing um, the playoff spot uh, playoff to see and also retain their status in the French uh, League One uh, this for 2022-2023 uh, season. Players uh, that are saying goodbye uh, are Liverpool. Gini uh, will be leaving uh, Liverpool and also at Bayern Alba, Boateng and Martinez, uh, they'll be leaving Bayern Munich. So some of the players, some of the managers saying goodbye, uh, if not uh, to the favorite clubs, the clubs that they have been servants for many years uh, this uh, season. So in the last uh, matches that happened over the weekend, those are some of uh, the highlights that I have for you. Let's cross over to La Liga. And then also I have some Champions League uh, audio for you and to hear from the guys in the ESPN FC uh, studio what uh, they have to say.
El Atlético de Madrid se ha convertido en el campeón de la Liga Santander 2020-2021. Es su título número 11 de Liga. Muchos seguidores rojiblancos en los exteriores apoyando a su equipo, pero que empezaron viendo cómo el Valladolid apuraba sus opciones de salvación con este gol de Óscar Plano. Una contra de manual, una contra excelente, dirigida por Tony Villa, llevando el balón hacia Marcos André. Y este para Óscar Plano, que remata con la derecha, sensacional, pegadito al palo. El Atlético en el primer tiempo que tuvo muchas dificultades. Este tiro de Luis Suárez es de lo más claro que tuvo el equipo colchonero. Todo cambió a partir de este gol. Un golazo sensacional de Ángel Correa. Qué maniobra y cómo saca ese punterazo el jugador argentino. Precioso el gol de Ángel Correa. El tanto que ponía al Atlético de Madrid a un gol de la victoria del título. El Valladolid pudo, eso sí, adelantarse otra vez. La que tiene Weisman es clarísima. Pero después Sergi Guardiola comete este grave error. Se la deja de cara a Luis Suárez, que no perdona. El remate del uruguayo pegado al palo. 21 goles en la liga. Un jugador decisivo en el título del Atlético de Madrid. Reivindicándose tras su dura salida del Barça. Lo intentaría el Valladolid. Esta es la última. La tuvo Sergi Guardiola y se le fue arriba el disparo. El Atlético que acababa consiguiendo el título. Las lágrimas de los jugadores del Valladolid. La locura de los jugadores y seguidores rojiblancos. o intentado llegar de la mejor manera a este último partido eh, físico ya tambaleaba pero bueno, al final hemos conseguido la victoria que era lo importante y bueno, pues nos llevamos el título de la Liga y bueno, la verdad que con este grupo eh, la unión que tenemos lo bien que nos llevamos pues es difícil que no, que no se consigan grandes cosas eh, es momento de celebrar, de disfrutar algo que nos ha costado mucho y bueno, espero que, que la afición esté contenta con nosotros, que lo hemos dejado todo y bueno, pues podemos regalarles un título. Es difícil, después es la situación que le tocó vivir a uno, ¿no? Eh, que empieza la temporada. Es eh, la forma como, como menospreciaron eh, y el Atlético me abrió las puertas para, para seguir demostrando que, que uno quiere, estar, quiere demostrar estar vigente. Y por eso siempre voy a estar agradecido a, a este grandísimo club. Adjo, sticking with Real Madrid, there's still no further clarity on Zinedine Zidane's future. No, yeah, no. Um, do we care to speculate? Would it make sense for him to stay? I think it's very easy to, to speculate that he's not going to stay. I think all the, the, the signs and signals and sort of hidden messages points towards him not staying and I, and I think I think he's been he's, he's tired after the season because he never felt he had the, the backing from the club really from the media remember that presser that he had that press conference after he came back from COVID saying like come on let us finish the season respect us from what we did before because all we hear is criticism after criticism after criticism and then they were still in the Champions League and still very much in La Liga title race So I think I think it's been a tough season for him. I think this is a rebuilding job that I'm not sure he's really keen on. Even if you don't do it really this summer, 
or if you start doing it a little bit this summer and then I'm not sure he's up for that. He's up for telling those players who he's had so many successes with, okay, I, you can't stay here anymore. Like, I have a Suarez moment, if you want. With Luka Modric. For well, example, not him because he extended his Yeah, deal, but yeah. you see what I mean? The idea, that idea. And... And I think he, he took this team so far this season. I, I think they had no rights to be in the Champions League semi-final and still within qualifying for the final until until the Mason Man second goal for Chelsea. Had they score and make it 1-1 at Stamford Bridge, they would have gone to extra time and maybe qualify for the final. Who knows? And still in the title race until the last game of the season. Because I don't think this is a good Real Madrid squad. And I think that it's maybe we were discussing on the on the FC show the other night with Alejandro Moreno. Maybe this is Zidane's best season individually as a manager on how he took this team from not a very good team to almost potentially yeah. winning La Liga and being close to another Champions League final. I know you possibly last season there was a strong case to be made as well because this yes, season he had a superstar similar. Benzema, which he necessarily didn't have last season. Crow's last season wasn't as good as this season, yeah. and so on. What I'm wondering, and though, is that it's hard for things to go quietly around Madrid. Hmm. Um, what would suggest to me that he might be staying more than going is that we haven't had stories of clear links regarding Real Madrid's manager search. Real Madrid tend not to do things quietly, right? No, I agree a little bit, no. Allegri gets linked with every job. Yeah. I, I'd love to see him back somewhere. In some ways, Allegri would make sense if your plan is to you know, squeeze another year or two out of these mm. veterans. Um, but that's really all we've heard. So I'm actually suggesting that Zidane hasn't communicated anything to Florentino yet. No. Zidane hasn't said, no. you know, it's not like he's told Zidane, hey, Florentino, keep it quiet. I think he genuinely no. hasn't decided. Yeah, yeah, no, um, you're right. They're, they're going to meet this week at some point. I think he's and leaning on going, but we're, yeah. we're, we're, we, we would agree with that. And we, we, can, we can respect that. Yeah, um, I think so. Just quickly, I'm, would you take Odegaard back or would you leave it up to the new manager? I think they will have him back and then put him up for sale. I don't think they will keep him. I don't think, I don't, depending on who the new manager is, but I'm not sure he's done enough, whether that was at Real Sociedad or even with, with Arsenal, to show that he can come into this team and, and start and, or, or play a key role. Maybe I'm wrong and I would love him to succeed there. I'm just not sure he's really ready for that kind of level. I think the tricky thing is just in terms of bodies in midfield, you know, they don't have that many. They don't have that many in yeah. terms of numbers. You know, we saw Blanco play a little bit this year. Mm. That's another body. But if you're talking about attacking midfield, should you get a manager that wants to play two up front? Maybe because you signed Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, for, for signing Kylian Mbappe, maybe you have to sell all the guards as well. Yeah, but exactly. But but then you you only have Isco to play in yeah. that position, right? Um, yeah. So it's, it, it, it's a curious one, I think, a lot of decisions to be made. But I think the starting point has to be Zinedine Zidane's future. So hopefully that'll be clarified this week. Well, thank you very much for watching ESPN on YouTube. For more sports highlights and analysis, be sure to download the ESPN app. And for live streaming, premium content, and let's not forget as well, ESPN FC, seven days a week. Subscribe to ESPN+. Plus.
Jürgen, your mentality monsters have done it again. Yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, I was never confident enough this season to, even the last few weeks, to, 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 to use that phrase. I think the boys did an incredible job, but... Um, there were not a lot of moments where it felt really like that. So eight out of the last ten, it never felt. Say today before the game to the boys, it's our fault. It never felt. But it was maybe just because it was so hard. We had so many, really many problems. And as an example, so the two boys today cut two center halves left. Cut both get stitched, all fine. But Reese didn't train since Burnley. So after Burnley, happy camp, all good. Coming home, Reese. Scan, hamstring. So as all, that was the year, pretty much worrying constantly about something. And here we are, finished third. I have no words for that. That's absolutely incredible. I, you could have, I would have never bet a penny on, on that. But here we are. Uh, we've talked about the players being injured all season, but how important have they been behind the scenes for some of the young lads you talk about there? Yeah, yeah, they all, they all. This is a sensational group, and that's a good thing. In in all the tough times, there was no, nothing came. So we didn't ever pointing finger on others and say that's because of that, because of that. We just went through it. Yes, it was tough, but we went through it, and and here we are. And if you don't give up, then you have a proper chance in the end. This was never the year to become champion for us. We had too many problems, but who cares? There must be other targets, and we are third in this incredible strong league. That's insane. That's it. That's second best. The second best? Oh no, third best. Have we been second? Yeah. This is the third best finish we, we ever had since I'm here. So it's not so bad. Um, so I'm really happy. We said goodbye to Jeannie. It was so emotional. And to Graham, yeah. So I have to say, it's really, honestly, it's really difficult to speak about Graham without getting uh, wet eyes. And um, because I will miss him, um, I will miss him so much. Because the hug he gave me always before the game is like the hug from my dad was you know, unbelievable. And that's why I miss him. And Ginny, what can I say? He came here as a top-class player, leaves here as a world-class player, and as a Liverpool legend, and that's forever. And we will be friends forever, we'll be family forever. If he wants that, that's no problem. Um, it's really tough to take. It's completely normal in football that things like this happen. And we cannot, the club cannot extend all contracts and stuff like this. And if it feels as hard as it feels today for him and for me as well, then it just shows how... how valuable the time was we had together and the time he had here he came here from Newcastle and leaves as pretty much winning absolutely everything I'm really proud of him I wish him all the best and I'm sure there are clubs out there they saw his quality and will take him and I'm now already a little bit jealous um, of them because they will get an, an incredible player and a super character super positive character a leader a top-class player and, yeah, and a good friend. Let's start then with uh, a huge week for both Manchester City and Chelsea, who go up uh, against each other in the Champions League final in Portugal on Saturday. Now, this afternoon, uh, the City boss, Pep Guardiola, has described Chelsea as the toughest opponents that his side could have been facing in the final. But he wouldn't be drawn on commenting uh, on their recent form, which has seen Thomas Tuchel's side lose three of their five games since they beat Real Madrid in the semi-finals. Congratulations for Chelsea. Well, their form wouldn't seem to be great going into this game. Um, 
you think that's something uh, that's, that's to your advantage? Different competitions, congratulations, new game. We're going to see what happens. You know, it's a final Champions League, so I could not expect, you know, less tough, uh, no opening. And so we know it, and, and okay, we're going to, uh, to face them, uh, knowing what you have to do to win, to beat them. Now, Mateo Lajos will referee the final. Now, he and Guardiola have a, a little bit of history. Lajos sent the City boss off during their quarterfinal defeat to Liverpool in 2018. I could, I could not care less. But you've got, conf you've got confidence that... I'm, you know, so conf I'm, so, game I'm so confident in my team. You cannot imagine how confident I am in my team and what you have to do. Sounds pretty confident. Well, Guardiola has won the Champions League twice before in his managerial career, both of those occasions uh, with Barcelona. But it has been 10 years since he last lifted the trophy. So does he feel a bit of pressure to end both his and Manchester City's wait to lift that trophy? And I was fortunate uh, with, alongside with many, many people when you have in your career as a manager, it was one time arriving the last stages or the challenge to win the, the, the Champions League is, is, is great. So it doesn't mean that you have to win the Champions League every season and, uh, and, <laughs> and win everything. Most of the times you, you are not even there for a long your career. If you, I don't ask anything else that I live so far in my career and I'm pretty sure I will not, I will not ask anything anything more so it just it just to work to try to arrive in the last stages this year was we made a fantastic Champions League tournament and we are in the final and we have four or five days to prepare the final that's all so and when I started being imagine I never thought for one instant to 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 get or to live what we live with many people what we live in these 12 13 years as a manager never ever impossible so what could, what could uh, ask more of that? No, I wouldn't do it. He's got an incredible record, no doubt about that. Now, uh, there's good news for Chelsea this afternoon after Thomas Tuchel confirmed that Edouard Mendy's injury didn't look too serious. Mendy uh, came off during yesterday's game at Aston Villa, but Tuchel is confident that he will have his first-choice goalkeeper available for that uh, final at Champions League final on Saturday. Mendy has kept eight clean sheets in 11 Champions League games this season. Edu will play if he is fit and if he's not fit on Wednesday we will try on Thursday and we will try on, on, on Friday and be always reasonable and, and um, uh, be always reasonable and take the responsibility for, for this decision. At the same time we have trust if, if he cannot make it we have a, a strong guys on the bench with Kepa who will take his place. So now the race is on. We are very happy first of all that the images like you said don't show that the injury is too serious so in the moment we are positive but uh, every hour counts now and every day counts and, and hopefully uh, the team around Edu and he himself uh, can do enough and can help him enough that he's uh, on the pitch will be a, a, a good boost for us. Well, Chelsea have already beaten Manchester City twice this season since Tuchel took over and he's hoping that uh, that experience will help them on Saturday.
Man City is the benchmark. Again, they are the champions. They are the benchmark in, in, in Europe and in, in this league. And uh, we are the guys who, who want to hunt them and who want to close the gap. And uh, we, are, we are the guys to challenge them. And this is what we're going to do, 90 minutes, a minimum of 90 minutes in Porto. And uh, the experience helped, but it gives you not an advantage, but it helps us uh, to arrive with, with uh, confidence and to be well aware what, what is needed to, to have a chance to beat them. That's it from me, your host, Ryan Hendricks, as I sign out on this Monday, the 24th of May, 2021. All things football, that was it from me. Take care, be good out there, be safe, keep warm, keep sanitizing, keep wearing your mask, and also keep that social distance going. Hope you enjoyed the show with me. I hope I could also bring you some insight as to what is happening in the world of football. Cheers, goodbye, till tomorrow morning. 6 a.m. for the morning motivation.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.